Hi, and welcome to a quick thought episode of the Teach for the Heart podcast, where you'll get a powerful idea or word of encouragement in a short, to-the-point format. Here we go. Today, I want to address what to do if you're feeling really weary and stressed right now um, in the school year or in life, which I know a lot of teachers, a lot of us are right there. And the key thought that I want to leave you with is That it is possible to rest in Christ in the midst of busy and in the midst of crazy. And the key to this is allowing God to worry about things, allowing God to stress about things. Now, that almost sounds silly the way I said it, because God doesn't worry and God doesn't stress. And that's really the point, is that we don't have to keep the worry and the stress about situations. We can turn them over to God and in essence, let God worry about it, which if we think about for a second, makes us realize, well, God doesn't have to worry about it. He is perfectly in control and he's got this, which is the point we need to remember, right? God has got this. And so we don't need to worry about it. Now, okay, obviously that's easier said than done. So what exactly do I mean by that? Well, Basically, as we are working, as we are busy with school and holidays and whatever else is going on in your life, we can work from a place of stress or from a place of trust. And trusting God, I think sometimes it's confusing because sometimes we think like, okay, if I'm trying to trust God, does that mean like I don't do anything? Do I just sit around and wait for God to fix my situation? No. Trusting God doesn't mean we do nothing. We should walk forward in whatever step we know to do next. Even if you're really overwhelmed and don't feel like you don't know what to do, you probably know the next step. If you're anything like me, you're like, I know the next step, but I want to know steps 4, 6, 10, and 20. (laughs) I know what to do next, but I want to see the whole path. But the reality is God doesn't always show us the whole path. Sometimes he just shows us the next step. And when we take that step, then he shows us the next one and on from there. So trusting God doesn't mean we do nothing. We should walk forward in whatever step we do know. But what it does mean is, as I said in the beginning, we can give God the worry about the situation, okay? So we can work from a place of worry where we are holding on to all the worry as we work, okay? Or we can do the same exact work. We're not sitting around doing nothing. We're grading papers and buying presents and whatever else is going on in our life. But we're not worrying about it. We're not stressing about it. We are trusting God as we do it. And every time those worried and stressful thoughts pop back up in our head, we stop and say, no, God, the worry is yours. The stress is yours. I give it to you. You hold on to the worry. You hold on to the stress because I know you are perfectly capable of working and dealing and taking care of this. And I'm going to choose to trust you. I'm not going to carry the burden of worry. So let's maybe flesh this out with an example. Okay, let's say that you are stressed and worried about a behavior issue with a certain student. Okay, so first thing we do is pray about it. And choose to give the worry to God. Okay, God, I have been very worried about um, Taylor's behavior and I 
am I am giving the worry to you. I'm giving the burden of this to you. You say, do not be anxious, do not worry. And so I'm giving this to you. I need you to hold this worry, to take care of this for me. Then choosing to trust that God is in control and that he knows best. God, you have put Taylor in my class. I know that that they are here for a reason. Um, you know, praying through that. Here's the next piece. Surrendering the results to him. This is key because a lot of time our our worry and our stress and then what makes us so weary is that we are really worried about how it's going to turn out. And obviously, we have in our mind a way we want it to turn out. And it is right and good to pray for that, as even as Jesus prayed in the garden. But notice Jesus' prayer in the garden was, Father, please take this cup, but not my will, but yours. And that pattern in Scripture is so helpful of a recognition that, okay, Father, I really want Taylor to, you know, all these things to turn around and to become a great member of our class and, and everything to go well. But if that's not part of your plan, if you're going to keep this problem in my class to teach me something or to teach them something, or I trust you. I surrender the results to you. That frees us from worrying about the, the result, okay? It frees us from holding that stress in us about the result. I might still want this result, but I'm choosing to trust that the result God gives me is the best one. So I'm every time I start to worry about it, I remind myself of that truth. And that's the next piece. Whenever I need to, I, we need to stop and remind ourselves of truth and meditate on it until our heart is calm. So every time I'm like, oh, what if it's like this all year? Okay, no, God is in control. God is at work. If God is allowing this, he is using it in my life. I'm going to trust him. And like your your heart rate calms down, right? <laughs> calm down. Um, next thing, asking God to make the next steps, next steps clear to you. Father, what can I do with Taylor to help in this behavior situation? What should I do next? What's the next step? And then think about it, right? We, um, you know, spend some time thinking, man, what could I do? And asking, like asking the question and considering it and seeing what God brings to your mind. Once again, if worry starts creeping back in, go back to the truth, pray it again, surrender it again. And what I said before, I might realize, you know what? I don't see the whole path, but I know the next step. I know the next thing I should do next uh, with Taylor. I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I don't know what's going to happen after that, but I know the next step and I'm going to move forward in faith even though I don't know how it will turn out. And that is key. So, I hope that these thoughts have been helpful for you and I hope you can take this pattern. Maybe go back through the example I just gave you with whatever's on your mind and and walk through those same steps and I pray that you will find it helpful. I hope you guys are finding these podcast episodes helpful. If you are, we'd love for you to spread the word. Tell a friend about the Teach for the Heart podcast. Invite them uh, to listen to it with you. And if you do feel like you're struggling as a teacher and you need some help, you see that gap between what you've been trained for and the support you're giving and all that's being expected of you and you say, man, I need I need training. I need support. We'd love to invite you to join us in the Teach for the Heart mentorship where we bridge that gap and provide the training and support you need um, to become the respected, impactful teacher that you really want to be. Um, so we'd love to invite you to join us at teachfortheheart.com slash mentorship. Or if you know of another teacher that would benefit from this, uh, you can tell them to check it out at teachfortheheart.com slash mentorship. Well, thank you guys again so much. I look forward to speaking with you again soon. In the meantime, keep growing, keep trusting. You really are making a difference.